Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm your host Matthew and this is talking about our 1-0 defeat away in the Premier League against Everton. Yes, we actually lost this game somehow. Uh, where to start? Where to start? Um, we'll get into obviously the summary very shortly, talk about the substitutions, the goal that was scored. Um, this is becoming a comical phase of football where we we can't seem to do the basics of football correctly i've started to teach myself when i'm because usually when i'm watching football i'm looking at the player who's got the ball whether it's one of our players or one of the opposition's players because you want to see you know what they're going to do on the ball if they're going to run shoot pass you know whatever i've started to be able to teach myself to I mean, there's a lot of players, obviously there's 22 players on the pitch, you don't always see all of them at once. I've started to teach myself to look a bit more off-ball movement, look at player runs, and sometimes you notice them out of the corner of your eye, you know, players running and doing different things, movement off the ball, basically. We have forgotten, either forgotten or can't remember, or, you know, some combination of that, how to do basic things like, possession-based football which is where you can uh, somebody's got the ball and you have one or two players not usually more than two one or two players move towards that player so that they've got somebody to pass to because it doesn't matter if you're Ronaldo Troy Deeney whoever you are right if you're a footballer and you've got the ball and there's multiple players around you, you're probably going to get tackled. So what do you need in those situations? You need a player near you so that you can pass to them and that you can move. It's called pass and move. Um, and we're shocking at that. Um, there was also quite a few times today I noticed on both sides of the pitch, players making, not like often often, but m- more often than, than enough, Players making off the ball runs, which is very important, um, so that you can get movement going. Because there's the difference between a player closing in on another one, then passing to them, and then they're moving. You've got to have off the ball runs, you know, players running into space so that you can pass the ball into them. What I'm saying sounds very, very basic, doesn't it? But we've, as a team, we've forgotten how to do it. Um, This team... I don't know about the coaching at the moment. Obviously, the coaching staff has changed. You've kind of still got Mike Feeling sticking around, but you've got some of Ralph's people there. You've still got people like Darren Fletcher, who I think is director of football anyway. Um, you know, McKenna's gone and that sort of thing. Carrick's not there. Ollie's not there. I think this team has been a victim of being coached poorly for too long. Um, because it's not just a simple case of... Okay, you've got a bad set of players and a bad set of coaches. You take away some of the bad coaches, like some of the ones I just mentioned, and you bring in new ones. That doesn't mean that their next game or the next five or ten games, the players are going to start playing well. That doesn't mean that. And that clearly hasn't had the effect, um, you know, of what it should have. Because the the coaching staff has changed. Um, and I'm assuming that they're working on different things and whatnot. But just it's just really, really surprising and kind of like again getting com it, it's getting comically bad the general basic stuff because i'm you know i i sit and i try and what i analyze the game and see what's happening and all that 
I'm not a professional football coach. You know, I've never worked anywhere near that sort of job. But when when somebody like a fan can notice, you know, like oh, not enough, not enough off the ball movement, not enough passing and moving, just gen- just general movement with the ball, is is what I'm pointing out. Um, and even off the ball as well, we've got the same problem, which is where too many players are standing around. There's not enough players being marked. The team isn't pressing enough. Because um, you've got, you know, 11 on 11. Um, and we're just not doing those things. And there's, there's not too much more to really massively say about it. We we, we know what the situation is. Um, we know that not only... Yeah, there's just not enough, you know, pressing from the team, not enough marking, not enough tracking back. <clears throat> Basically, to sum all that up, there's not enough hard work going on. And in football, you definitely need, you definitely need passion, ability, and hard work. You don't just need passion and desire, you know. You need ability as well, so that when you're on the ball or off the ball, you have the ability to do certain things. Um, but this team isn't displaying any of those three qualities. They're not working hard. This team is not working hard at all. Whether they work hard in training, and obviously we don't see that, is a different story. But this team isn't working hard enough. They're not working hard enough on or off the ball. Um, and it is really, really disappointing to see. You might kind of be able to tell that I'm just sort of... I'm not... You know, speaking with strong emotions. is because I'm just kind of numb now to what's what's going on there's no need to get angry about what's going on there's nothing to particularly be happy about so the opposite direction um it's just see see the point i'm at now with these last seven games i think there's seven games left i think we played 31 today is because there's obviously a lot of news uh, in the last couple of days about ten hog coming in it's not been fully confirmed so that's why i haven't done an episode on it or anything or anything i'm not going to go too much in depth with all of that today um because it's not being completely confirmed but let's say ten hog is the manager it looks likely like it's going to happen but uh, it's not been completely confirmed yet i just would have kind of thought that these players t- today specifically because obviously this is the first game post all of the ten hog news i just thought that some of these players would have gone oh a new manager Oh, you know, I'm assuming Ten Hag will see at least highlights of this game, if not the whole thing. Obviously, he's still got his his job at Ajax to see out. But I just would have thought that these players today would have gone, you know what, Everton are really bad. Um, we should be able to beat this team. And an I, so if they, you know, speaking as an individual player, m- make a case for themselves, you know. Like, hey, yeah, we you know, manager needs to come in and kind of reset this team a bit. Making a case for yourself for why you should be in the rebuild. Um, but n- none of them really did that today. Um, I, I I was happy with two of the players today, which were De Gea and uh, Matic, I think. Um, other players in this team had, like, spots of good moments in this game. But overall, I don't think anybody else played well really um but i just would have kind of thought that like oh you know i'm already here at manchester united new manager coming in new kind of fresh kind of restart whatever they're going to bring be bringing in their coaches or whatever's going to be happening you know new new manager comes in you want to impress them otherwise you're out the door why aren't why aren't these players why didn't these players today make a case for themselves you know to show like hey ten hag this is why you should pick me because i can do 
this, I'm good at this. No, none, none of them really did that today. So, yeah. Anyway, I uh, don't want to talk too much about the, uh, you know, other stuff with that. Um, let's just move into the summary. That was probably be helpful. Uh, the first event that we've got is the goal. 27 minutes in, somebody called Gordon. Um, Anthony Gordon. I've never heard of him before. Looked, looked all right. Looked all right. Whether that was because we dropped off, I don't know. But um, basically, Fred's got the ball. Goes to apply it to Matic. Matic is surrounded by two players. He's probably not going to win the ball. He doesn't. They go on the attack. And yet again, yet again, I say this every time this type of goal happens. The assist from their team comes from the side. We are so bad at defending from passes or crosses from the side. This wasn't as direct as sort of somebody whipping the ball into the box because that's where we're the most vulnerable. But this was still a case of Everton win the ball in the midfield. They play it out to the side. I think Ricarlison or whoever had the ball. He passes the ball in the middle. There's another couple of passes knocked around. Gordon gets the ball. Takes a shot. And Maguire can't close it down. It's just... And I mean... So I just mentioned there that we lost the ball in the midfield. And there's an opinion that's going around, which I very much agree with. It's been going around for a while, because this has been a problem for a while. Most teams that we play against, whether it's Everton, Middlesbrough, Atletico Madrid, Watford, Man City, name me any team. Most teams these days are able to play through our midfield. Do you know who was in Everton's midfield today? Some of you might not even have heard of these players. Uh, Delph, Allen and Iwobi. Uh, Delph, I believe, used to play for Aston Villa or Man City. I think he's been around a couple of different teams. I think he played for Villa at one point. Iwobi, I'm pretty sure, used to play for Arsenal. Unless I'm thinking of a different player. And I don't know much about this... Um, what's his name? Alan. He's not got a first name listed for some reason. Um, Alan, I'd never really seen before. Iwobi and Delph, I knew who they were. Very, very average players. But they worked their ball through our midfield. Again, because every team manages to work the ball through our midfield. Um, and we didn't have the typical McFred thing. You know, you can't blame McTominay for this game because he wasn't on the pitch. Fred and Matic uh, just weren't able to do it. Um, Matic, I think, was one of our better players today. Um, so maybe Fred was the poor contributor in, in this situation. Because, uh, you know, Fred is half of the McFred thing, isn't he? Um so yeah, but again, there's multiple po- there's multiple points where you can stop this goal. You can if you do lose the ball in midfield, try and win it back in midfield. Ball gets played out to the to to their left hand side, try and stop the pass. Ball gets played again into the middle, try and stop that pass. Ball gets played towards Gordon, try and close that pass down. Shot gets taken by Gordon, try and close that one down. Um, you know, there's so many points where you could stop the ball. Um interception or a tackle or some sort of thing like that and then Maguire half-assed attempt at blocking the the shot it deflects and it goes in it's just like it's just what you would just completely describe as a calamitous goal we lose the ball and we just can't get it back um and then very very poor deflection uh or block attempt by Maguire um because some people were saying today, like, oh, you know, it's not all Maguire's fault. Well, part of the goal is Maguire's fault. It's not The whole goal is not his fault. But he's part of the sequence of events. Because if he closes the ball down, it doesn't go in the back of the net, does it? 
Uh, or if it deflects it properly and it goes out for a corner, then it still doesn't go in the back of the net, does it? And, I'm sorry, n- n- name me any goalkeeper in the world. If a shot's being taken and the goalkeeper thinks, okay, it's going this way, and they're prepared to dive this way, and then the shot gets deflected and it spins, well, not spins, it gets deflected to the other side of the goal and you've already started moving, there's nothing any goalkeeper can really do about that. Um, so this goal is not on De Gea. It's definitely not on De Gea. It's on... What this goal is on is lack of hard work to get the ball back, lack of closing down, lack of tackling, lack of reading the game, um, poor passing as well as a poor pass by Fred. Um, so yeah, there's just many, many mistakes in here. This this goal isn't on one person, but um, you know, part of it is on Maguire, part of it is on Fred. I don't think this goal is really on Matic. Some people were saying, like, oh, Matic should have get, gotten the ball better. He had two Everton players around him. Um, maybe Fred should have kept the ball or picked a different pass or kept running or it's just there, there's 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 options in this goal and we pick all the wrong ones so yeah um, but that's that anyway Fred came off injured about uh, ten minutes or so later um, on for off for a Pogba that actually makes sense that's a substitution that I would have made obviously Fred getting injured but I would have started Pogba and Matic anyway. Uh, I wouldn't have started Fred in this game, I don't think. Uh, whether that would have actually made any difference, because it, in the end, didn't make any difference. But still, I'm just telling you what I would have done. So that was half-time. Um, then we go to some other substitutions, um, both at the 65th minute. Pretty well-timed. Um, I like substitutions before the 70th minute. It gives your players more time to have an impact. Um, Mata on for Matic, and Elanga on for Rashford. Again, as I've mentioned before, I would have started a Langer bought on Rashford as an impact sub. And I would have, I, I, I would have bought on Matter actually. Um, because he can probably... He, he did offer something in this game, I thought. Um, it's just that Matter's leaving in the summer and he's, you know, not got the legs and that kind of stuff. But you can bring you can bring a player on like Matter who's not got the legs anymore with 25 minutes to go. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Mata is an intelligent, skillful player. Still, he still is. Um, he's going to be leaving in like a month or, or whatever, but I think he's still got something to offer, and I do think he offered something today. So I thought that was a good sub. Um, and I, I've noticed a bit of a pattern with Ragnik, and sometimes it's worked and sometimes it hasn't, but I appreciate the uh, tactic. And what that is, is when you've got your CDM, so you've got obviously Matic, you sacrifice your CDM when you need a goal because you want to just go all out attack. So you take Matic off for Mata. Uh, does, it's not always going to work, and it didn't. I wouldn't say it failed because it didn't lead to another goal, but it didn't successfully work because that didn't create a goal for us. But um, I appreciate the boldness of that tactic. That's quite a bold thing to do when you've basically then only got four defensive players on the pitch because then you've got a midfield of Bruno. Uh, Pogba and Mata, um, but there's a lot of creativity and attack quality in in that midfield. So, yeah, it, interesting stuff. It just didn't quite work out the way that we wanted it to. And then a Langron for Rashford, obviously that makes sense. Uh, winger on for another winger. I just would have done it the other way around. I would have started a Langer, um, and then I would have brought Rashford on as a as an impact sub. Rashford had kind of an odd game today. Uh, I'll talk about that a bit more. In the uh, player ratings thing. Um, but ultimately we didn't. Wasn't able to get a goal. Um, but as I've said I'm not going to get angry. 
anymore. It's just that what what I'm interested in for the rest of the season is okay. What like what are we gonna do for the rest of the season? Are we gonna keep playing like this and <clears throat> keep losing or drawing because we drew to Leicester last weekend? But I am interested to see which of these players, because none of them really did today, which of these players are going to look and think, new manager coming in, I want to make an impression so I can be part of the team. Which one of them care about doing that? Obviously, players like um, Pogba and Mata aren't really going to have that on their minds because they're leaving. Um, Neither is like Cavani, wherever he's gone to. But... uh, yeah, and just 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 seeing, yeah, how 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 that plays itself out, and if we can get top prize, I don't I don't think that we actually can now. I think other teams because there's not that many points in it. Um, there's only like three or four points between us and certain other teams, which is like a couple of wins, maybe a few draws. Uh, but it's the form. Is, is the problem. We're in very, very bad form. Arsenal and Tottenham are doing... I know Arsenal lost, what was it, on Monday? I think to Palace. Um, but Arsenal are in better form than we are. Tottenham are in better form than we are. West Ham are in better form than we are. Uh, lucky that Wolves didn't get anything out of Newcastle, I think, yesterday. Because otherwise they would have been above us today. So, yeah. Um, I, did think, I don't think it's necessarily a question of where we're going to finish in the league. I think it's a question of which of these players are going to try and put themselves forward. And so far, none of them really kind of have. So, yeah. Anyway, let's take a quick break, do some housekeeping, and then we'll get into player ratings. See you for that in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today, I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. 
Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, a couple of podcasts to mention. I uh, did another must-see review. This is the, That's for the first season of Severance. You can find that on Apple TV+. Plus. That's already been renewed for a second season, so no worries about any cancellations there. But uh, that's my review for Severance. First off, obviously, spoiler-free, so you can listen to my general impressions, even if you've not seen the show. Uh, did a must-see review for Coda, which was this year's um, Oscar winner for Best Picture. Uh, which did very, very well there, obviously. Uh, gave that a must-see review. I really, really, really enjoyed Coda. Phenomenal film. Really, really kind of important and beautiful and emotional and all, all that all that good stuff. Uh, you can find that as well on Apple TV Plus as well, because although it's called Apple TV Plus, there are films on there as well. So uh, that's my review for that. And again, spoiler-free review part at the start of the episode. Uh, me and David are still continuing our coverage for The Walking Dead. We're up to season 11, episode 15. There's one episode left for the B side of the season, which will be episode 16. And then the show will be back in October for its eight and final episodes, for its final eight episode piece, basically, which will be part C of season 11. So that's that. Uh, Did a skip review for a film called Death on the Nile, which attempted to be a mystery crime thing of some kind i really really hated it a lot it was a terrible terrible film if you want to watch it if you want to i don't know have fun with the a bad film or something uh you can watch that on disney plus that's available through the star thing i don't know about the us where you can watch that but i'd recommend that you don't watch it anyway so <laughs> but if you want to you can obviously find that on disney plus in the uk so that's death on the now give that a skip rating um Gaming talk this week, we talked about the new structure of PlayStation Plus. There's going to be a new uh, three-tiered system, PlayStation Plus, getting revamped in June of this year, uh, which has got three different tiers, all different prices, different sort of um, benefits that you can get from that. Uh, Also talked about some LEGO games. TT Games, who's the the developer of those, is working on another new LEGO game, but it's done a major IP. And given the sort of uh, new format with the logo games like with the um, Skywalker Saga me and Robert debated as to which game they could be working on next and we talked about crunch in video games on the development side did a possible skip review for Dying Light 2 that's an entirely spoiler free one talking about my experience with the newest game from Techland obviously we've got the 1-1 podcast for Leicester so if you want my thoughts on last week's game did a podcast called Why Phase 4 of the MCU is the best one so far of course the phase isn't finished the rest of it could be terrible but I highly doubt it but just talking about about why I've enjoyed Phase 4 of the MCU so much and uh, talking about all of its qualities and you know what we've had so far with that on the chat podcast for this month or for last month sorry for March 2022 talked about some COVID stuff how entertainment talk did for the month of March itself did a political compass test um, so that was fun to do talked about Ezra Miller and also talked about my impressions for the first episode of Moon Knight so you can check that one out and that's pretty much everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org. You can find us as well on your favourite podcast platforms by searching for Entertainment Talk. Um, so between Matic and De Gea, um, De Gea obviously played the full game, Matic didn't. Uh, I'll probably give my man of the match to De Gea. I'll probably give him a 9. Actually, I'm going to give him a 10. Um, don't think he did anything wrong. Saved a couple of shots again. Um, I feel a bit sorry for him just because we defend so badly and um, his shot stopping like if he wasn't if he was half as good at shot stopping as what he is there wouldn't even be a top four conversation 
anymore because we'd be sitting at about 10th, 11th, roughly. I don't think we'd be in a relegation battle. I don't think so. But if De Gea was half as good at shot stopping this season as what he's been, um, <clears throat> yeah, we we wouldn't be anywhere near Europe. We we wouldn't even be discussing European football because there'd be so many more goals that would have been let in this season. So again, I'll give him a 10. I thought he was incredible again. Uh, Defence. Um, so with Wambasaka, Lindelof, Maguire, uh, Tellez. Um, I think I'd give Wambasaka a 4. Lindelof a 5. Maguire a 3. And Tellez a 4. I think, yeah. I think that's the way I'm going to go with that. Wambasaka at times today had a did some, I think there was like two or three sliding tackles that he did, he's obviously very good at doing that, but going forward attacking wise is not good enough um, I don't quite understand why when you play against a team that's very vulnerable in defence like Everton, you don't play Delo, who's much better at crossing, I don't quite understand that um, but at times Wambasaka did his job in terms of defending, it's just other things that he wasn't good at like passing Build-up play, crossing, overlapping, ball control at times, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, Lindelof, I thought, was one of the, the better out of our defenders today. Um, you know, he's obviously stuck next to Maguire. But Lindelof, just a slightly below average performance. I thought he could have done better at certain points, but I don't think he was particularly dreadful. But um, that's Lindelof, I'll give him a 5. Maguire, I said 3. Um... Yeah, just his usual kind of Maguire self, uh, in my opinion, should do better with the deflected shot. Should do much better with that. I mean, that's literally one of your jobs as a defender, is to stop the ball going in the goal. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to give him a three. And Tellez, what did I say? I think I said a four. Um, yeah, he, he was Tellez was fine. I thought attacking-wise, some of his crosses could have been a bit better. Defensively, very questionable. But... I, I thought he could have been worse, but could have been better. So I thought he was just fine, really. Um, and again, I, I want to go back to the pairs thing that I, I always talk about. You've got your um, wide player pairing, which is on this occasion Sancho on the right. Although we switched over with, we, we had a bit of a rotating front three because sometimes Ronaldo was on the left. You know, when when you want to do things like overlapping in your team which is what we're trying to do you've got to have partnerships that are familiar with each other and I don't I don't think that that's really like working in this team or, or it worked in this match sorry so yeah let's move on to the midfield Fred I'd probably give him a three I guess um gave the ball away which led to the goal um passing was sloppy um, Fred Fred can be very tenacious and he can get stuck in and I spoke obviously at the top of the show about work, uh, hard work and stuff that includes getting stuck in and, and that sort of thing but wasn't really doing that today just gave the ball away too many times that sort of thing um, Matic I would probably give a 9 to um, could have done better on certain occasions but it, it, just, just the difference between having an actual CDM and having McTominay there um you know, I'm not trying to blame McTominay again, you know, he obviously wasn't in this game, but just the difference in in terms of, like, actually putting somebody in that role. That, that role is very, very important, and we've got to go out next season and buy a CDM. Otherwise, we're going to have problems next season. 
Um, what I hope that we don't do is like keep McTominay there, bring Garner back, use him as a CDM, and kind of rotate Matic because that just isn't going to have the effect we want it to. We need to buy a new first team CDM that can do what Matic can do, but fitter and younger and that sort of thing. So. Yeah, um, so that's Matic. Uh, Sancho, I probably have to give him a 5, bit below average performance. Um, although, again, I, I kind of noticed with with some of our wing play today, which included the likes of Rashford and Sancho, just not enough support to the wingers at times, uh, which let both of their games down, I thought. Uh, although Sancho and Rashford kind of play the game differently, but yeah... Um, Sancho is very, very good at doing link-up play, and I don't think that there was enough of that going on. Not that that's an excuse for him. I still think he had a slightly below-average game. I don't know what's happened to him in his last two games, because the last sort of five games before that, he was absolutely sensational. Um, but, I don't know. It could be the team around him. You know, just because you're a world-class player or you're a player in form, um, it doesn't mean you're always going to play well. You know, it's about the team around you. Um, I think that's what's happening with Ronaldo, honestly. Um, that's why we've not quite gotten the full, you know, what we can out of Ronaldo. Um, because of how this team has played around him. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, give Sancho a 5. Uh, Bruno Fernandes, I was quite annoyed with him today. I'll give him a 2, I think. Um, just being too wasteful again. There was a period in the game where... There's a couple of periods in the game, actually, where he drifted out wide. Tried to get some crosses in. Just crossing was terrible. Um, losing the ball a few times in midfield. Um, again, I think he just needs to calm his game down. I think I said that in the last episode. Uh, just trying too many Hollywood passes. And I think what's ultimately... I think what's ended up happening with Bruno... Because obviously he was firing on all cylinders when he joined. I think what's ended up happening with Bruno... Is... Um, because of the situation of like what's happened with this team, you know, we're seventh in the league, probably won't get European football, or we might end up in a worse European competition. And I think he started like panicking and getting really erratic with his passing, and it's one of his weaknesses. I think um, he's just signed a new contract. I think he's on two hundred and fifty grand a week. You can agree or disagree with that. I don't know what it was on before. I think it was two hundred grand a week, but. Uh, yeah, you, you kind of would have thought, again, like, you know, new contract, fresh-ish start, like, you know, new contract, new manager probably coming in. I mean, there's going to be a new manager, because Ralph Ragnick won't be the manager next season, because he's an interim manager, so there will be a new manager. What I'm talking about, is obviously, is the potential uh, appointment of Ten Hag, uh, Eric Ten Hag, but, um, yeah, it just didn't work today, obviously. Uh, Rashford, um... I'd probably give Rashford like a 4. I think he still made too many mistakes today. But I think both his appearance in the Leicester game and today was better than what we've seen. I'm not saying he was good. Because um, what did I say? I'd give him a 4. That's not a good rating, obviously. I'm not saying he was playing good. But uh, I'm noticing him trying to change his game a little bit, maybe. I don't know. Um, it, it's, it's an odd situation what's happening with Rashford. I just think, ultimately, I just think this whole team needs to just get to the end of the season, go away for the summer, do whatever you're going to do, and we can start sorting this team out, hopefully. That's what needs to happen, so, yeah. Uh, Ronaldo, I'd probably give, like, a 5, just slightly below average performance. Didn't really get the service today. Um, had a couple of shots on goal, which didn't, unfortunately, go in. He had one in the first half, I think. 
uh, the Pickford saved. I think he was offside for it, but um, and then there was um, there was another one later. I think he had like a point blank range shot, which he should be scoring, uh, but Pickford saved that one as well. So, but again, y- you know, you put Ronaldo in your team and you have a crap midfield that gives him no service. What's he supposed to do? You know. So, anyway, uh, let's move on to the substitutions. Or substitutes. Let's just read out who was actually on the bench. We had two goalkeepers again. Because we like to do that. Um, we had Delo. Who we should have started. Alanga who was brought on. Um, Heaton. Henderson. So two goalkeepers. Jones. Lingard. Mata. Um, Hannibal. And Pogba. Obviously Pogba and Mata came on. Um, Alanga. I thought he was decent. Um, Mata did impress me when he came on the pitch. But obviously we know that's going to be kind of short lived. And Pogba was fine. I thought today um out of all those substitutions i think matter impressed me the most but again didn't particularly lead too much uh some people have um said about you know next week uh i think we got norwich at three o'clock next week um is it time to start throwing in some youth players to the team you know you've got um i i keep hearing this name charlie charlie mcneil who's a striker uh for the youth team and obviously Hannibal has been on the bench for a few games now. Um, is it time to start just giving these guys some minutes? Because, you know, as, as I've said about a few times on this episode, um, some of those youth players who might be a bit more hungry for it, um, they may get, you know, if they get given an opportunity and they think, you know, new, new manager coming in, I'm a new, kind of a bit more of an unknown player. Um, could I put my stamp on things? You know that that type of thing. That's why that's why I hope these players are thinking, or that the young players that haven't really had a chance yet. Um, and we got quite a few of them on loan because we can't use like Diallo and Mengi and Palestri and uh, some of those players. They're all on loan at the moment. Um, and Donny as well. Let's not forget about Donny. You know, he, I mean, interesting thing with Donny actually. Um, Obviously, he was a main player in the in the Ajax team. It was just the fact that um, Van der Sar, who's the CEO of Ajax, did a good deal with Man United to get Van der Beek in, because uh, obviously Oli was in charge at the time. Um, I wonder if Donny's kind of thinking like, "Huh, my old manager's potentially joining," because um, I would be I would be both shocked and confused if so. If we do get Ten Hag, which I hope that we do, he's, he's my preferred choice. Um, if you were to ask me, like, okay, who do you want as a new manager? It would be him. I would. I don't want Pochettino. Um, yeah, like, if he gets brought in, Ten Hag, he actually does get brought in, which hopefully is confirmed between now and next week's game. That would be nice to have happen. Although he's got to finish his... He's still got a job to do at Ajax, so I, I respect that, obviously. Uh, if Ten Hag is appointed... And Donny still isn't getting chosen. I will be both confused and shocked by that. Confused as to why a manager, his previous manager who played him a lot, doesn't pick him. Because that would, I would just put that down to club politics or some sort of like nonsense like that. That's why I think Maguire is playing all the time. Um, yeah. I mean, like, where's Eric Bailey gone? You know, there's, there's just so many, there's so many things to sort out with this with this team. So many questions that we've got. Uh, in terms of missing players, um, we've got Cavani with a calf injury. It's time for Cavani to just go, unfortunately. McTominay with a leg injury. 
Uh, Shaw with a calf injury and Varane with a leg injury. So a lot of a lot of leg stuff going on there. There's no sort of like broken arm. Not that I want them to have a broken arm. I don't want them to be injured at all. But um, yeah, and in case you're wondering about Donny, he is on, obviously on loan at Everton. He was both injured and he can't play against us anyway because obviously uh, can't play against your parent club but he was injured regardless so so even if we'd sold Donny to Everton he still wouldn't have been able to play today so but they won the game anyway so never mind for Everton I'm sure that they're happy anyway that's my thoughts on stuff um I'll see you all next week for the game against Norwich that's three o'clock I think the one after that is the one against Arsenal um because I saw BT was promoting that so I'm going to guess that's a 12:30 game the Arsenal one, which it came up as the 23rd. They had a little advert thing for it on BT. Uh, and Norwich is next weekend at 3. So I'm going to guess the Saturday after that. I think it's the Saturday after that, 23rd. Um, it's probably a half 12. Because B- BT usually tend to take the half 12 games. Because um, you'd think that Arsenal May United would be like a half 5 game or whatever. But never mind. Anyway, it uh, doesn't matter what time it is. Um... Yeah, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments. What do you think of everything I've mentioned today? Uh, what do you think of the appointment or potential appointment of Ten Hag? Will, will you be confused as well if he doesn't play Donny? Obviously, he has to be appointed as the manager first. Um, and what do you think of the the team's just lack of effort, lack of hard work, lack of wanting to impress, l- a lack of wanting to put their stamp on next season? really is what I'm trying to say. Let me know what you think of all that. Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org Twitter eTalkUK. There's contact page information in your show notes. There's also a big email box on the website version which a lot of you use which is good. You can put your information into that and send me a message and there's a clickable email name in the show notes. So there are plenty of different options as to how to write in. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org TV, video games, films and main night podcast. Uh, we'll be back um, tomorrow. I plan on seeing Sonic tomorrow. We've got another gaming talk episode to look out for those episodes. Um, so there's all that stuff. Um, but yeah, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, entertainment talk. Get yourselves involved with the content. Uh, if you like what you've heard today and you want to support more of it, you can either just simply keep listening to more episodes that we've got. That would be great. You can also tell other people about what we're doing over here. Tell them about what we're doing and where they can find said content. Uh, either by just telling them or by using social media. That helps us out as well. There's also Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, actually podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, if you want your TV and film news, up-to-date reliable TV and film news, casting, renewals, cancellations, air update information, uh, geektown.co.uk and Geek Town Radio is your go-to for that. That's run by David, of course, uh, my co-host and friend. Uh, you can find the Geek Town episodes, uh, the weekly podcast episodes, on Tuesdays on those same places for that if you want some fun content over on twitch you know if united dog are uh, annoying you which i'm sure they're annoying everybody and you want some fun content you can find bex over on twitch trista b-y-t-e-s you can go and follow her over there she's doing tomb raider charity streams lots of fun stuff go and check out what she's doing over there you can also follow me on twitch as well etalk uk for my different gaming streams uh, for all of that, if you've missed uh, any of my streams or the game clips, I've still got a ton of them to upload, by the way, to the YouTube channel, the game clips. Uh, the Twitch streams, I think, are up to date on the YouTube channel. That YouTube channel is called Entertainment Talk Players. You can find all of that over there. All right, I'm going to go and relax and do whatever. i uh, probably going to play some more Kenya and talk about that tomorrow, maybe. Anyway, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.